0: The MX Vice Show.
1: run-up to the return of MXGP continues with episode 39 of The MX Spy Show. The shows will keep on coming now, as so much is happening each week. Before we get to that, The MX Spy Show is brought to you by Liap, Planet Motor Holidays, Yoko, Prox, Technical Touch, Hinson, KYB, Seven, Evenstrokes, Kawasaki UK, and Talon Engineering. Anything that you can do to support the companies that support us would be much appreciated. We only align with the best. Speaking of the best, Talon Engineering are the presenting sponsors of the first half of the MXY show and the industry leaders in aftermarket wheels and sprockets. Teams like Rockstar Energy, Who's Fire and Factory Racing in the USA, Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM, Fieldbase Honda, and more, but trust in the same wheels that you can get your hands on. Get more Talon information at talon-eng.com. You could bolt those Talon wheels to the all-new KX250, which, as you know if you listen to this show, I am the pilot of Team Green Battery Kawasaki. The all-new KX250 is one of the most exciting bikes heading into 2021 with more peak power and electric start for the first time. And it will land in the UK in late August. Head to kawasaki.co.uk for more on how to get your hands on one. There is the all-new KX250XC and KX450XC 2. So a lot to see. So when I'm ready to embark on my Enduro career, I have now can just convert from motocross to Enduro on a Kawasaki. Great to have you guys here. uh, Back of us each week, as mentioned, we are here. Every week, right away up until uh, Lewis hits Latvia. Are you excited, Lewis? Yeah, it's quite mental, isn't it? It's next week. Yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Also in the studio is Rob from Jukebox Beats. Uh, He's the guy who puts all this together amongst his many other jobs. So uh, actually, we did have, um, I don't know if you've seen, but actually somebody asked what the music was at the the start of this uh, show. And that is actually produced by uh, Rob from Jukebox Beats. So maybe a, a future number one, who knows? I've got to be honest, Lewis, I'm getting excited. When I seen the RNN results uh, the weekend, I was just so happy. It just felt like it was all becoming real again. It felt like it just felt like a bad dream the last few months.
2: I know, it's, uh, I know it's coming up because I'm getting stressed. And when I get stressed, it means that something is happening in the world.
1: Talk, talk to us about your stress. Is this the MXGP bonanza? You're on well, two, no, I'm you? just
2: I'm I'm just trying to plan everything, and like got to sort everything out. We're gonna like got to sort figure it all out. Like things are happening.
1: Most important but, thing: Have you booked flights?
3: Yeah, we're all sorted. Honestly, yeah. Wow. And hotel. Yep. Wow. Yeah, sorted.
1: Swear on Dougie the dog's life.
3: Yeah. I don't know why I'd lie about that. You know I want to okay. go to Latvia, so.
1: Excellent. And um, there has been this, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? Trying to um, get sorted for Latvia because there's only 2,000 people allowed from in front into the actual event at Latvia and press credentials are tough to come by, aren't
2: they? Yeah, I don't know exactly what the figure is, but they're selling tickets to fans now as well, which I was actually quite surprised to see because I I read the um the like official statement from in front on fan tickets. And I couldn't really see like a restriction at all. So I wonder like how many are actually allowed.
1: Yeah, that was the first thing I looked for was whether they were gonna cap it. Like I
2: translated the actual Latvian page, and in nowhere in there did it say like only three thousand available or only one thousand available. So I don't really know how many fans are allowed. There was it was originally said that it'd be a thousand fans and now it's been said that it's it was said shortly after that that it could be three thousand, so maybe it is three thousand
1: now. Okay. One thing that people probably don't know is you haven't got access to the press center. Do no. You talk, do you want to talk about this?
2: No, I don't know why you'd bring that up. To be honest,
1: because um, uh, someone told me that you're gonna you're gonna take your desk um, and put your desk outside the, the media center.
2: No, I'm just going to buy a camping
1: chair. If, if anybody's out there and can get some photos of this, it would be absolutely amazing. Because the reason being is we have, we usually like last year we had five um, passes for MXGP. And obviously because they're reducing the amount of people because of social distancing in, in, in COVID measures, uh, they can only grant us two. So, Lewis, you're actually officially Monster Energy, aren't you? Yep, I
2: was a nice guy and I let other two people get, have my press pass because I know I can figure myself out another way. And here I am.
1: Look at you, leader's lead. So ever since you've yep. taken over MX Vice, that's, you've took one for the team. So wh- when did you start working behind the bar at Monster?
2: I don't actually know what my Monster job will be, but all I know <laughs> is I've got a, I'll buy a camping <laughs> chair, I'll have my laptop, and I'll be sat down, living I life. Could
1: ama- I can imagine Sean wandering around with a camera and looking up and you were putting up the uh, the gantry.
2: Well, I don't even know if they're going to have all of that stuff. Well, actually, I guess it's... Well, I don't know, because there is fans, but... Yeah. Like, it's actually... There's so many little things that you don't even think about, but once you're there, you'll probably be like, oh, yeah, that's not here, and that's not here, and like... Yeah. Like, things that you would never even bother giving two seconds for a normal weekend, but when it's not there, it's suddenly ridiculously obvious.
1: Well... One, one thing, uh, I, don't know if, I don't want to drop this bombshell on you at the moment, and I know that you use Lad Bible to, um, to, to get your daily news. And I'm not sure if they mention on Lad Bible, but have you seen that the, the Belgium government have started to crack down a little bit on outdoor events and reducing the number of people there?
2: Yeah, but Belgium's not until the end of October.
1: No, which hopefully it will change, but obviously um, they're sort of anticipating a second wave coming and putting in restrictions now. So a lot of lot of countries now wearing face masks and stuff like that. So, well, speaking of the government, yep.
2: Um, do you want to do the Planet's Moto bombshell of the week
1: very early on? Let's do it. Okay. Um, are you going to present this one then, as you know what the bombshell is? You
2: can you can read you can read the
1: text. I'll just tell you what it is. Are you sure? Yes, that means you don't have it in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy talk, Lewis, as I do have it in front of me. All the factory teams head to Spain for riding, where the weather and conditions are perfect. You can too. Planet Moto Holidays provide accommodation, meals, transport, and more. An eight-day holiday costs just £845. Visit planetmoto.com to find out more and book now, so this is your Planet Moto Bombshell of the Week. Go, Lewis. It doesn't actually come from me. It comes from
2: Sandis at uh, Sandis, if you don't know, um, of course everyone does because he's quite a big deal with his 1,000 followers on Twitter.
1: No idea. But he's on. the
2: chairman of the sports subcommittee in Latvia. Okay. Exciting, big wig. Yep. I don't even really know what yep. a sports subcommittee is. So he's obviously not the chairman of the committee, but somehow he's a, like the subcommittee. So on his personal Twitter account last week, he sent out a tweet. Okay. 10.03am on the 24th of July, which was Friday, I believe. 3am, uh, that's just about what time? No, just... I said 10am. Oh, okay. I said 10am. I said 10.03am. Uh, he p- tweeted from his personal account. Do I support the organization of the three stages of MXGP in Latvia with the still unclear organizational constraints? No, I do not support. We carry over the license fee to the next year and organize a normal MXGP stage with the participation of Paul Jonas. Now, I've got a few questions.
1: Ah, so this he, is the guy who had... sponsors Paul Jonas or manages him?
2: No, not at all. What is he on about Paul
1: Jonas then? Because he's, well, this is the thing.
2: He's, like, making a quite a sensible argument, I guess, all along. And then he chucks Pauls Jonas in, and it's like, well, you're just interested in having Latvian riders there then, aren't you? Like, this guy clearly doesn't see the value of MXGP without a Latvian star, I guess, because why? Like,
1: I feel sorry for Mattis Caro. They just dropped Mattis. He was the poster boy of Latvia motocross. And along comes Pauls, and that's it. Just Matt, like. Literally, the last time I seen a picture of Mattis was him picking strawberries and selling them on my Facebook feed. All right. Adam mighty have fallen. The chairman
2: of the sports subcommittee apparently isn't very happy that MXGP's there, but I don't really know why he says that the, there are still unclear organisational constraints because everything's kind of properly in place. Like, there's no, there's no grey areas at all. Uh, some people contested Sanders. Okay. Someone put, f one can take place without the presence of spectators, then it can even be organized that way. Blah, 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 blah. I don't really understand the rest of his tweet. And then Sandis has gone back, clearly very busy with his job as the chairman of the sports subcommittee, uh, and posted a list of countries, which what I can only presume is something to do with a COVID ranking chart. Yeah. And um, the top eight countries, there's basically no one from MXGP going there. And that was his argument. So he's kind of shit out on that one as well. Oh, but yeah. So this is just the first time that there's been a little bit of opposition. Well, to the whole maybe, maybe he's
1: maybe he's looking at that, uh, looking at it from a different perspective. Maybe like the the welfare.
2: Well, I don't even think there was this opposition. I don't. I haven't heard of there being this sort of opposition with any event anywhere, like Supercross, F1, or anything. But not that he, not that the event's in jeopardy, or he will be able to do anything. Just interesting that he um, took to his own Twitter account. To do that,
1: have you contacted Twitter to get him taken down?
2: No, I just replied to him seventeen times with "stfu," 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 "stfu." I, I will end you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he makes like his first his okay, like not true, but at least it's kind of a sensible discussion he's having with the first half of his tweet, and then at the end he just goes on about the participation of Paul Jonas, like brilliant. So you just want Jonas there, basically, like yeah. basically. You want him to get some. You want him. Let's cancel that. Give Jonas a couple of extra weeks to recover, and then he'll be happy.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, Pauls. But yeah, Sandis probably won't be one of the fans in attendance.
1: No, not because Pauls isn't riding. But he's only got one thousand Twitter
2: followers as well, so his uh, his old um, job can't be that important.
1: Well, don't 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 knock it, mate. 1, well, 1, 1, he 1, he, people, he. That's
2: a lot. In his bio, he says, here, I express my personal opinion. So just again,
3: to reiterate, this is no official stance. This is just one guy with his, with his, his opinion. Address. Okay. Okay.
1: Yep. Well, wow, thank you. That was a huge, huge bombshell. I'm pretty sure Planet Moto Holidays is going to be inundated with bookings <laughs> now because of your bombshell of the week. I think after this show, we need to talk about your bombshells. But, but it's not my I bombshell. Think, it's I, don't bombshell. Think, I don't think they're in alignment with the rest of the world. So, is, is he part of the Latvian government or not? Well, he's the chairman
2: of the, sub, he's chairman of the sports subcommittee, member of the SAIMA. I don't know what that is, but he's wearing a suit in his profile picture. So, well, if you're wearing a suit in your profile picture on Twitter, are you not the most important man in the world?
1: Why don't you try and do that? Suit up.
2: That is like the ultimate, that is the ultimate move to be like, this is my Twitter account, shut the fuck up, I'm important.
1: <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on from your um, Planet Mode bombshell okay. of the week to the weekend's Arnhem results, because this is what got me excited. We, um, we've got a little hint of, of what's, what's coming over in the next next few weeks. Did you take anything from the results? Um, one thing, actually, well, two things,
2: actually. MX2, the one thing I kind of thought was that no one's talked about Moose Dyke and probably should be. Yeah. And my MX1 takeaway was no one's talking about Bloundering and we probably should be.
1: Yeah, looks like he's really improved on the bike.
2: He seems, well, He's just a million times in a better shape. Well, not shape. Well, shape, yeah. And the bike, too, than he was at the start of the year. So I think those two will be the surprises of Latvia purely based on the fact that they don't seem to be getting much attention at the moment at all.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, What did you make of um, the qualifying results? Because it was interesting to see the speed of Fichetti as well in MX2. Fichetti
2: always seems to pop up. I feel like at these random events, he always seems to do quite well. Or not even do well, but do something that makes people talk about him. But I'm pretty
1: sure he didn't score any points. No, two DNFs. We don't know what happened in the races or whatever, but I think the interesting thing was is he showed the speed to run at the front with, with the MX2 riders. So... For sure he's got to be getting on now, is not he? He's, I feel uh, like he's been in EMX for a long time. That's okay. Leave him alone. He's had a hard time. Not
2: life. 250s. Not, not 250s, but I feel like 125s and 250s. I feel like he's been around a while. He was born in 2000.
1: Interestingly, his video of him on 85 where he's going crazy on the start line actually popped up on LinkedIn uh, last week with somebody putting, you should start your Monday like this or something like that. And it's like, that really annoys me because it's like, this is a kid who's like gone through quite a, you know quite a few challenges in life. And uh, like somebody's using it for their like corporate kind of hey, you should start Monday like this. Like no, fuck off.
2: I don't really understand why you're pissed off at that, but fair enough. Yeah, he was born in um, he was born in two thousand, so he's actually quite young still. Must be I in a move to MX too soon. Like kind of got to.
1: Yeah, I mean, for for those who, who don't know, we he was one of the first guys that we kind of went up to in uh, I think it was MX. One, two, five, maybe. And he'd done a, a GoPro for us on YouTube. And ever since, we've kind of like sort of, you know, sort of sort of kept in contact a little bit when we're at GPs and stuff. And um, he's always been really, really cool with us, really sort of help us out with anything and that lot. So it's just one of those where a rider, when, when a rider looks to help us out as we were growing, it's, it's cool to, um, you know, just to see them see them do well. You just want good people to do well. He seems like a good guy, but I, wow. did, I was really interested in. Um, if if you haven't had a chance to, what was it? Ran Lommel? the the video which he done. Um I don't Do you think remember? you need
2: to direct people to a GoPro footage from practice in Lommel, To be honest, no, it,
1: it, was, very cool.
2: mm, it was very cool. Okay, I don't think you need to direct people to that. Though. I don't think that's well, okay. Be... One
1: two, one two five two stroke fans will love it.
2: Okay, that's enough of your fushy love because this is okay. Get yeah,
1: out hand. Okay, right. So yeah, one of the interesting results of the weekend, and obviously Akonis as well, showed the speed in leading the uh, was it the MX MX uh, one qualification as well.
2: Yeah, but he was fourth in the races. I don't think you can harp on qualifying this much. This is this is you, isn't it? You do like qualifying. I've just realised. No, like I just, feel like every I feel like every race consider qualifying, but you always try to talk about qualifying a lot.
1: No, I so just think like this, qualifying. I just think it's just a quite. Quite, quite a, a good gauge to find out where people's speed is.
3: Okay.
1: I mean, racecraft is completely different, I admit, but I just find it quite interesting that someone can show the speed. Obviously, laps, obviously, the, the track's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a lot smoother. It's not going to be as rough and blah, 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 and all the rest of it. But I think there's, um, there's some things to take away there.
2: Okay. Well, uh, interesting thing. Koldnoff's had some time off lately with a foot injury. But he is now supposedly 100% as proven by his win in Arnhem. So I don't think that's worth even talking about the whole foot injury thing. I can't remember how long he was off the bike exactly. I want to say it was a couple of weeks. And I don't actually know what the
1: hey, exact... Hey, you, care- you go careful here, because the last time you started talking about people's injuries, uh, you had a WhatsApp from Mitch Evans. That to put you right about dislocation.
2: Well, oh no, it wasn't about a dislocation. It was about the surgery he had.
1: Okay, I'm just saying.
2: I'm just trying to find how long he had off the bike because I had it written down somewhere.
3: I don't know. Anyway, he had a foot injury, but he's. I know they, he said he's 100% now. So all is well there. And
2: he won. So maybe the Koldenov second year form is actually going to be a thing once we start again. Okay. Hello? Oh, Hello. brilliant. No, I
1: was just trying, I was trying to work out where you're going with this. Are you saying oh. that... Are we, we, we going back to opportunist days? No,
2: I'm just saying he's always good in the second half of the season. And this season is entirely the second half. So, maybe.
1: <laughs> You're still clinging maybe. on to that. I love it.
2: What, what? what Do you want me to go through every single championship he's ever done and compare the second half to the first half for you?
1: Not right now, no. Because people who are driving their car are probably there off the road.
2: It's actually a thing. If you go through every single season he's ever done, barring the ones where he was injured or whatever, the second half, he always scored almost double the points he did in the first half. What more do you want?
1: Well, you've just answered the question, so nothing. Thank you very much.
2: Uh, speaking of which, you'll remember last week I talked about how Koldinoff hasn't missed a race since July 2014. Yes. He's actually done 98 uh, MXGP rounds in a row. So the second Latvia race will be his 100th GP in a row.
1: If you got those stats to hand? Because um, yes. I think it's really interesting to run through them, just so people can... Isn't it uh, because last week you slacked me off quite a lot? <laughs> so. No, actually, when you, when you posted them in, in our uh, Slack communication channel, it was, uh, it was really interesting. A slack run. communication channel?
3: Yes.
2: R- run through them. NASA over here. Um, well, there's not really much to... I was a bit disappointed, really, because there's not really much to run through, because it turns out that a lot of people have been injured
1: lately. Yeah, but the top top five haven't. No, they, they've, well, they've put in a lot of GPs.
2: Well, Sewer's a big one everyone everyone knows about Sewer. He's done 112 in a row and has never missed a race since he turned pro. But Koldnoff's only 14 GPs behind him. So Koldanoff deserves just as much credit. And actually, the last time that Koldnoff missed a GP was in 2014, and I'm pretty sure it was off the back of that. Do you remember at Honda Park in 2014 there was a crash? On a, over a blind jump and like three GP riders got injured. I think Narble yeah. was another one.
3: Yeah, that I remember was that. Wise.
2: You could say it's not, it wasn't even technically his
3: fault. Okay.
2: So, um, paul Ann is third in the active, uh, active successive starts chart because...
1: <laughs> what, you've actually, what have you called you I've named my report, the active standards of starting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> active oh star streak <laughs> active
1: it's an active, street, uh, Fucking an active how you, streak of successive stars look, you really do need to get out more this is just getting beyond ridiculous it's
2: the active streak of successive stars what more do you want from me That's ex-
1: everyone
2: now knows what i'm talking about
1: yeah yeah well um make sure you trademark that one cuz no other fucker in the world is going to use it
2: yeah so um paul third with 67 in a row last time he missed his gp was 2016 when he was um HRC rider. He was injured last year, though. He he was riding with a hand injury. So that streak could have easily come to an end last year. Van Horbick is fourth with 48 GPs in a row. Don't think you'd think of Van Horbick, would you?
1: Nope.
2: No. And then fifth is Geyser, who last missed a GP the first round of 2018 when he broke his jaw. But the fact that Geyser missed a GP two years ago, and he's fifth on his streak. I would have thought that there would be a lot of people who were on like three to four year streaks. But
1: that was one of the really, ones which surprised me when I read through the list because, but then actually, because he's had some really big crashes and big offs, but Agen- hasn't actually been injured or missed. No. a week.
2: Well, so, when you think about it, like Hurlings is on five, Caroli's on two, DeSalle's on two, Fevre's on zero. Like, Lot of riders who have been injured lately. Like, this, if anything, this chart just puts a proper uh, microscope on how many riders were injured last year.
1: The um, the results from the weekend as well that you just mentioned one of the riders that actually did surprise me, which was Fevra. He, he looks like he's he's literally he looks like he's in really good form since the injury.
3: I kind of expected him to go 1 1. I was a bit disappointed that he
2: didn't win the second race, really. Yeah, purely because after the first race, I was like, "Oh, okay, this isn't like this could be really good." And then he got beaten by Cold North, and I was like, "Well, if he's getting beaten by Cold North, then what does that mean that he's going to be fifth through seventh at the GP?" Like, uh, I just kind of worked on it that way. Ah, okay. I, I but I was... that's the point. Actually, I never put Fevra in my power rankings last week.
1: No, you didn't. And I. I... Huh. No more for I you. I take
2: another look at those.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and I did, I was quite disrespectful to your power rankings last week, wasn't I?
2: Uh, well, it, it's basically normal. I had a talking point and you have absolutely nothing to offer or contribute. So you went to your dev, defense mechanism, which is just to uh, try to be funny with insults. So okay. it's fine. You put up these barriers and I know
1: why, so it's okay. I've got to be honest, I didn't find the power rank. That the power rankings were attacking me, so there was no defence mechanism. That's no, because you feel stupid. No, it's it's not that I feel stupid. I just it just makes me laugh when you. I can imagine you just sat at home, going, power rankings, power rankings, and then I can't. You do even you do realise that this is at, like I'm actually paid to do this stuff. This isn't. A I hobby. know, and you do like, it so. I'm well. I'm not
2: sat at home like, oh, I could go into Brighton for a day out. Or oh, I bet you could. Do power, or I can do power rank. Like I'm actually have to do. Like this is my job. Like I, I don't know how you. The people who work up Tesco's, are there, they're not doing that for fun. Like you realise that that's also, that's also their job.
1: Hey, they were the first line of defence in COVID.
3: Hmm. Okay. Um, All right, just leave it out.
1: Um. I also didn't put Jazza. Oh no, I did put Jazza Conners in there. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. What was the name of your um, your GP? Uh, Roll of Honors, non-injury list.
2: I can't remember active streaks of
1: successive starts. <laughs> <laughs> just, just gets me every time. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, okay, yeah. So February was um, was one of the riders. I was, I was pretty impressed with the weekend. And uh, Ben Watson had uh, strange. Oh my result. god!
2: Well, I was going to bring this up. I was going to bring this up uh, straight away. But yeah, in traffic, interesting and then second race gave Gertz all we could handle by looks of things. I'll tell you what. I will tell you something. MX2 is going to be interesting because it's all about Gertz and Vial at the moment, but Olsen and Ben were injured at the start. Were not injured, but coming off of injuries at the start of the year. So there's a very good chance that the tables could turn in Latvia.
3: And the old guard being Olsen and Ben could topple the fresh blood being Gertz and Vial. Was that...
1: Is that your uh, tip going into it? If you're a better man?
2: That's just, no, I don't think, I'm just very aware that, okay, the and Gertz were great at the start of the year, but Ben and Olsen weren't 100%. So, and a lot of people would have had those tips to be right with the and Gertz. But don't get me wrong, I don't think Ben and Olsen are just going to destroy the and Gertz, but I think they'll be right in that mix and it'll be a four-way battle now
1: my uh, what i would have said my planet moto bombshell of the week would have been was that i found out that simon lagenfelder is only 16 years old i had no idea i just thought he was one of those riders that had been in the you know been around in you know emx and all that sort of stuff and was probably like 23
3: i'll tell you what i'm kind of slowly walking i'm slow i'm I'm at the train station
2: oh god the simon lagenfelder however you say it also is that not the most german word ever i feel like you (laughs) could call anything in germany that word and it just makes sense like oh you're walking around the supermarket and you're like they're like oh uh hello uh tesco worker um what would you like and you're like the lagenfelder and they're like ah the lagenfelder grenade choice (laughs) <laughs> <What> the
1: <heck? laughs> like the could like Lagenfelder is like the most German word for something ever his first name could actually be Dave and he could be, you think he's English, or he could be English, and his name's Dave, and then you just add that surname on and you just definitely know Lagenfelder, <laughs> oh yes I uh, very nice day in Germany I went up to Lagenfelder like, just works, like sounds exactly right but that would be my planet mode bombshell of the week. Is that he is sixteen? Like oh, yeah,
2: we, we go and eat a lot of verst at of Valjenfelder again. work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, what I was trying to say was sixteen years old. He's running top five at the international the weekend. He's uh, he's one to, he's one to keep an eye on for the future.
2: Is that He's got. To be fair, I first kind of. The reason I started thinking, like looking at him this year, is he's got a sick style, and that fox gear on the gas gas looks unreal. Might be the best set one of. It's definitely up there for best setup of the year. The Diga fox gear on the gas gas—it looks really good. That's what sort of made me. Um, that's what. That's how he caught my eye.
1: Okay.
3: Let's
2: I feel that. like I, I feel like my <laughs> Lagenfelder should be the bombshell of the week. Like, can <laughs> you agree with me? Like, it doesn't sound ridiculous.
1: What? That.
2: Look, like, um, let me think of something. It's the else. most
1: German. It's the most German name. Oh, please don't do any more impressions of Germans.
2: Hello, sir. You look lost. Oh. Where are you trying to go? Ah, oh, yes. Hello. 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 Ischaiser. Hi. Sir. Hello. Um, I'm trying to go to Lagenfelder. What? Like, brilliant. Lagenfelder, over there, mate, know exactly where that is. It like, just works.
1: I would just like to apologise to <laughs> at Jack Hyde, who is our uh, German, <laughs> German uh, go-to guy on Twitter who submits questions each week. And Lewis is literally just ripped your country. No, uh,
2: it apart. makes sense. It's like, it, it's. I don't, I'm trying to think of one for England, but I can't.
1: I would like to say that he's not being disrespectful, but I believe he is. So... I'll have
2: you know, I have a qualification in German.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm quali- I, I can genuinely. imagine what I that have qualification a, is, being a dick.
2: I have a certificate in the, other, in, in the next room across from me. I have a certificate which says I'm qualified to German. Did your mum pull German. it on the wall?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it free?
2: <afraid? laughs> no, <laughs> no <laughs> I've got <laughs> it in a file. Gerald, come and have a look. <laughs> it's a full, it's a full um, certificate.
1: What, oh, for I can speak German? Saying
2: that, saying that I am qualified to speak German. If, you ever, if, anyone's ever in a, if anyone's ever in a bind,
1: yeah.
3: call
2: me. And I'll okay.
1: just sort that out. How, how have you never, ever used that since we've been uh, away at all? Well, do you want a story? Because how many times have we been to Tushin Tao and you haven't got a clue what the hell's going on in the world?
2: But as you know, I've always wanted to do this job. And when okay. it came time to pick my GCSEs and I was deciding what subjects to pick, I picked, uh, I picked subjects that would help me get this job. And at the time, Roxon was kind of coming up, and I was like, brilliant, I'll learn how to speak German, and then I can interview him. Not <laughs> considering that Roxon would learn English. <laughs> Literally, I don't know how I didn't consider the fact that actually Roxham would end up speaking English, but I was like, brilliant. Like, yeah, James, hi, I want a job at MXYs. Also, I can go and interview Roxanne in German, and you'd be like, me, sign
1: him up. Okay. Lachenfelder. I, I I don't. Really I don't actually know it. if that's how you
2: say the name. It look. I'd imagine that's how you say it.
1: Uh, I don't know. I I, I was going to go with Lagen, but I'm from Southwest. What, what, so, oh, what
2: you mean, Lagenfelder?
1: Yeah. No,
3: That's not as funny.
1: <laughs> well, sorry about that. I was just asking the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you did mention it at the start of the show as well, Van Miesteik, and uh, um, yeah being a little bit well, underrated people aren't talking about Well, he about broke
2: him. his ankle, didn't he, in Balkanswad?
1: I thought he did. I remember it like it was yesterday.
2: Yeah, so this break is actually, you could say this break has benefited him more than anyone. Because had it been normal, he was set, I think he was going to return in May, but still, that would have been his title. Well, okay, he's already missed enough points and he's not going to, I doubt he'll challenge for the title, but he can still do decent in this championship thanks to his break.
1: And, and do we, fr- from the results the weekend, do we, do we press the panic button for Viao?
2: No, well, this is what I wanted to talk about as well. Um, we all forget, we're we all dumb, all of us. You, me, you, sir, driving your van, dumb. We've all gotten too carried away. The Viao and Gertz thing at the start, before the, before the first two GPs, we all said, or we said, me and you, well, actually, no, you, and what am I saying? You wouldn't have contributed anything. I said. <laughs> <Frick>. <laughs> I said um, the the Allen Gertz are great, but we can't rely on them to be consistent yet. We just can't. That's what history shows us. They're not in a position yet where they can be as consistent as Olsen. And remember, I was saying how consistency is Olson's greatest strength, and I could see him going two, three, four, two, three, five, two, all the way to this type. So Vial and Gertz kept it together through the first two rounds, but this result from Vial just is a reminder that actually maybe he won't be there every week. And that is where your Olsen, Beatons, and Watsons of the world will start in and steal points. Vial did crash in the first moto, but as far as I can tell, nothing really happened in the second race. But first race, he came back from, I think, 15th or something.
1: Well, I want to talk to you more about this after the break. Okay. Because there's a lot I want to discuss about MX2, looking at those results from the weekend and get your thoughts and maybe even discuss MX2 power rankings with you. But before we do that, I would just like to thank uh, our sponsor, Talon Engineering, for their continued support for us, MX Vice. They have been you know, staunch supporters uh, for the past, what seems forever, which is nine years. And Talon Engineering are the presenting sponsors of the first half of the MX-5 show and the industry leaders in aftermarket wheels and sprockets. Teams like Rockstar Energy, who's farna factory racing in the USA, Rocky Mountain, ATV, MC, KTM, build Base Honda, and more, put their trust in the same wheels that you can get your hands on. Interesting fact, Lewis, every rider I've seen at Fornbury either had standard riders or Talon wheels on their bike that I was practicing with. At the weekend, I thought that was a as a statement to uh, how many people trust Talon out there. There was no other, no other wheel manufacturers, oh. no other wheel. Just, just everybody. are there even
2: any in the world?
1: There are, there are. But what you have to remember is Talon were a first. Those patterns, those that CNC machining, that's all been copied by other companies. They they are the leaders. So um, if you haven't got a set of Talon wheels. Uh, I do know of a great shop that you can purchase them from, which I'll let you into a little secret after this break. See you in five. You are listening to the MX Vice Show.
4: Technical Touch have been supplying KYB OEM spare parts and factory kit suspension in Europe for decades. Many of the riders you see on track in the FIM Motocross World Championship are using KYB suspension from Technical Touch. Whether you are looking for factory kit suspension or KYB spare parts and oils, they have you covered. Shop now at www.technical-touch.com.
0: Yoko have returned to top flight motocross with a bang. The Yoko Vili collection is made with racing in mind and designed to be the lightest and most flexible motocross gear on the market.
5: Go to yokoeurope.com to locate your nearest dealer or shop online. Talon wheels have been iconic in the industry for over 30 years. Designed, built, and manufactured in the UK. Talon wheels, sprockets, and footrests, and clutch baskets are used by professional riders like Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and Sean Simpson. Head over to www.talon-eng.co.uk for more info even strokes is the newest e-commerce
6: store in motocross built by motocross enthusiasts even strokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track shop now for yoko alpine stars fast house and more at evenstrokes.com liat protecting riders from head to toe check out liat.com for more
0: Hinson is the world-leading manufacturer of clutch baskets, clutch covers, clutch discs, and springs for both dirt bikes and quads. Hinson products are used by many leading riders like HRC Honda, Monster Energy Kawasaki, KTM Factory Racing, and Monster Energy Yamaha Factory Racing. Shop for Hinson products at technical-touch.com.
1: The MX Vice Show. Welcome back to the second half of the show. Second half, yeah. We did have the third half last week, which Phil picked up, didn't he, Lewis? Yeah. Not my finest hour. But yeah, we're in the second half of the show. This is brought to you by Technical Touch. Did you know that as well as being the exclusive importer for KYB motorcycle and genuine parts, Technical Touch are also the European importer for Hinson Clutch Components. Technical Touch are also presenting in the second half of the MXY show. To so show them support at technical-touch.com it Technical Touch and feel like an MXGP rider. As mentioned in last week's show, great company. They dominate MXGP paddocks. So if you ever go there and you see the guys sort of tweaking with the suspension, uh, nine out of ten times they are the technical touch team, which literally go to every single GP, support pretty much um, 50 to 75% of the paddock. Uh fantastic company. Um, and also uh luckily even strokes work with them as well. A uh, little shout out to Diego over there. So, first half of the show, Lewis, we were talking about the MX2 results from r Yep. And uh, obviously, we were talking about the interesting results. So I was talking about qualification and fachetti and blah, 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 and everything else. And we were talking a little bit about Vial. And you, you made a kind of note where actually people need to reduce their expectations of Vial. Do you still stand by that? that? That's, that's, do I still, first of
2: all, that's not what I said. I think secondly, you were. secondly, do I still stand by that fifteen minutes later?
1: Yeah. Because obviously obviously after the break, I actually sort of let that resonate with me and I think that you're wrong.
2: No, I'm not I'm saying he can still win the championship, but I'm saying that if he has the odd inconsistent race, that shouldn't be a surprise. If you're expecting him to be on the podium every single round, like Prado, like those before
3: him, then that won't happen because there will be these little hiccups. Why? Because he's inexperienced.
2: Look at him last year. Okay, maybe there's a... I'm I'm not saying definite. There's a chance I'm wrong. But if you look last year, he didn't score any points in Imola. He went DNF 7 in Lockett. He went 4 DNF in France. He went 6 13 in portrait. Like, there's just, like, it isn't. And same with Gertz. The only rider who's proven to be, very, like, in this field that's proven to be ultra consistent is Olsen.
1: Yeah. And he is very good at coming through the pack. Just oh, when so, you now,
2: think- so now you're agreeing with me suddenly.
1: You I just agree- told me you thought I was wrong. I was agreeing with Olsen.
2: But I just said Olsen's the only rider who can be consistent, meaning that you agree with
1: my Vial point. Uh No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. No, it's just, I, you just made a very good point about Olsen and the GPs that have watched him sort of come through from absolutely nowhere and crawl back some really good points. Maybe, maybe what you're trying to say is um, those other riders haven't got that kind of urgency to get through the pack as quick no, as No, well.
2: not at all! I'm not talking about coming through the pack. I don't know where you've got that from. Jesus no, I I
1: just sat here um, analysing What I'm things. saying
2: is consistency. I'm just talking about consistency. I'm not talking about starts or coming through the pack. VL doesn't need to come through the pack. The fucker's up front most of the time. Right. You literally, I say something and your brain takes it as like I could go the owl VL, owl's gonna win every single moto the rest of the year and you go I don't, hmm, mean, I
1: don't think Dirk's gonna be very happy of your assessment listen
2: you're now. you're gonna you could say I mean I could sit here and go yeah the owl's gonna win every moto for the rest of the year and you go hmm yeah it's interesting that you think the owl's shit it's like wait what I didn't say that but assessment Dirk's, is I, I think would go Dirk's
1: gonna gonna go through this podcast show and you're probably gonna get a text message. You've completely missed the point again. What
2: I've said is he could win the championship. He's the f- I, think, I think Vial is actually the fastest rider in this class. Really? Yeah, I would go as far as that. Really? So far, it's been proven that there may be the odd hiccup which would let the others close in points. So it's, if you're expecting someone, if you're expecting Vial to dominate, Gertz to dominate, them both to dominate, that's not going to happen, I don't think. That is what can I'm I,
1: saying. Can I ask you a question? As what? your voice raised, did you get up and start walking around the room? Getting no. agitated. Okay, so it's just that your microphone sort of faded in and out. No, no, I of gasping for air. Okay, no, that's that's fine. Um, I I think you're wrong, though. By the way,
2: what what's so the okay? So you think Vial's
1: going to be on the podium every race? I think he I think he should be. That's no, I, I, really think expect, I think the expectation is is that he's capable of doing that, and he should be. So when he's not on there, it is a massive surprise.
3: That's. Yes, I'm agreeing
2: with that because I told you that I think he's the fastest rider in the class, straight up.
1: I don't think he is. I think Gerrits is... So
2: so basically everything I say you disagree with?
1: Not at all. I I agreed with you with um, uh, Olsen.
2: What, Olsen being consistent? Yeah. No, because you didn't, because somehow you thought I was saying that Olsen's great at coming through the pack.
1: He is great at coming through the pack, but what I'm saying is that Olsen (laughs) is very good at making sure he's there or thereabouts. He doesn't lose too many points.
2: Are you qualified to host this
1: podcast? No, and I've been fucking telling you this for 39 episodes. I'm still trying to get out. When are we going to get a fucking new host? Maybe Tom Neal should give us a call. (laughs) Yeah, Tom, uh, if you're out there.
2: I think you're agreeing with me, but you just don't really understand what I'm saying.
1: I I never understand what you're saying, to be honest. It was that time when you said that... um, I better not say that.
2: So moving on. Yeah. If I had to put a power ranking on this current MX2 field. Oh, power, rank, power, rank, power rankings, power And by the way, you took a piss out of power rankings last week, but I did some research. F1, Major League Baseball. Yep. And and others do power <laughs> rankings.
1: Well, and other sports.
2: <clears throat> Is it called Major League Baseball? That's what MLB, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yes. That's correct.
2: At the moment, power rankings-wise.
1: Oh, interestingly, on last week's show, Josiah from New Zealand, who was in your class, basically said there was no such thing as motocross and you're a shit rider. Can you remember Josiah?
2: Josiah said there's no such thing as motocross.
1: Yeah, at your school.
2: Oh, you missed that. You're talking
1: absolute bollocks. So yeah. just, just thought I'd leave that with you. Um, you can lick you, your wings in the background.
2: Blatantly re- um, wrote that down to say, like a week ago.
1: No, it's an actual tweet. Came through. You can check Twitter. You're <laughs> absolutely... I, I, don't know why, I don't know why I didn't do this last week. Right? What? Where? Where are you gone? Hang on. Are you gone into your wardrobe? No. Okay. So are you, going? You, you go out your New house, th- down the shop.
2: No. In New Zealand. Yeah. Right. I went to New Plymouth Boys High School
3: Bet in you Paranaki. Bet right? you love I just,
2: that. don't know why I didn't do this. I just went on their website. Yeah. New, New Plymouth Boys High School boasts an impressive range of sports. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, we are fortunate to have many dedicated, supportive staff and community members who give up their time to coach and mentor students in their chosen sports out
3: of the ones below. On this list, we have cycling, we have mountain biking. We have... Scrolling down. We have motocross. Really? Yeah.
2: It's literally here in black and white.
1: So you're basically calling Josiah now, who is in your class, a liar.
2: Josiah was not in my class. You are a retard. So, power rankings for MX2.
1: Yes. Are we starting at 1, or do you want to start at 10?
2: No, we'll start at 1. At the moment...
3: I would go Vial. Fuck off. What? He's leading Is... the points, and I just told you I think he's the fastest rider in the class.
1: Well, I think he's Gertz.
2: Okay. I would go V... My top five
3: would be Vial, Gertz, Watson, Olsen, Beaten. Really? Discuss.
1: Discuss. Okay, so, just so we're clear, uh, you're not going to put in that top five Moose Dike.
3: No, not right now, he's coming off a broken ankle. He was also, no, Dike can be
2: 6-4-7,
1: along okay. with Hoffer.
3: Hoffer and
2: Moosdyke so, can be my 6-4-7. So you're,
1: you're saying Viao, Gertz, Watson... Beaten. Olsen. And who else? Olsen no. then beaten.
2: I would foresee potentially Gertz going from second to fourth on my power ranking. You foresee him going down to fourth? In my power rankings, not in the actual championship, just in my in the way that I feel this will shake out, I could see that happening.
1: Are you sure this is power rankings and not power wankings? You had this thing, you had all these jokes last week. Discuss tell me your
2: You can't it's easy for those who li- those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones.
1: Okay. So sh- yes. We don't know what house you're living in. Come on. So hang on a minute. Can I just say? Living can in I a just- legend No, uh, what I'm what I'm confused about is that Vial is top of your power rankings after last week's uh, or last weekend's results. Uh, and then you're basically saying that he's allowed a... So basically, the person who's number one in the power rankings is allowed a bad, bad couple of weekends. Maybe oh my four. God, you've
2: missed the point again. This isn't based on Arnhem results. If it was Arnhem results, it would be easy because I'd just go, oh yes, uh, Gertz, Olsen, Moosdike, Beaton, Watson, DeWolf, Lagenfelder, Bernstein, BL. there's my power
1: rankings. Yeah, that's rubbish. So... So, hang on a minute. Let's let's talk about how your power rankings are made up by in your in, in your data analysis again. Because no, you can't work. you're
2: boring. But you're boring. You actually apologize. No, just, you, you said you should have taken them more seriously at the start of the show. So now and now you've gone back to last week.
1: No, no, no. I just thought that at some point Forum would actually come into it. That's exactly what is on the, in here. That's why Watson and Olson. Like,
2: originally, I had Olsen how's, how's the hour number one?
1: How's the number one if it's forum?
2: Because he's still leading the championship and I still think that he'll come. And I'm also going off check races.
1: Okay. I'd probably, I would actually probably um, relate to your list a lot more if you put Gertz first.
2: Okay. So because I've got one rider in a different position to you by one position. Yeah. You hate everything. Yeah. Brilliant.
1: Can you just say Gertz first and Vial second? Well, tell me yours. Gertz first. Yep. Vial second. Yep. Uh, then
3: I'd go. I'm going to go,
1: which is going to be very, very.
3: Do you know any names of any ever MX2
2: riders, or do you want me to send you an entry list?
1: Yeah, but I, I would go. I would go Olson, Watson, Beaton.
2: Brilliant. So after arguing with me for ages, you've basically just ch- taken my list and moved everything around slightly.
1: No, I agree with you with Van Moosdyke, but um on on why, the weekends just, why did
2: you call me out of it then why did you call me out about it then
1: because i think VL was wrong No, oh, but you called me out about moosdike you went really so you haven't got moosdike in there yeah I, I well i thought you'd be um obviously we're both kind of fans of, of van moosdike I I <laughs> where, that you where are me. you getting where are you getting this stuff from 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 standing with you in pit lane, I've never really, I've never really had anything to say about Moose Dike.
2: I've If anything, I've been mostly indifferent.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's, uh, sorry, I was, I was on that bandwagon. Yeah, you. Yeah, were.
2: like literally, you're just in your own little world, are not you?
3: Yeah.
2: So below them, below that top five, I haven't got this written down. So I'm on for, off the cuff. I think I would go. see
3: oh, Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Hoffa. Yeah. Lagenfelder. No. Harrop. No. No, Lagenfelder. Yeah, yeah, Harrop. But then I want to put both Bass and Muse in there. But then also there's Barame.
1: Barame, yeah. But he does like a little crash, doesn't
3: he? For
2: now, I think I'll go But then not having Barame in the top 10 of a, is ridiculous. But then also, who else would you take out?
3: Hmm.
1: Hi, uh, do you want to contribute? No, it's just I'm I'm just literally thinking. Like I I, I would say I'd say Van Mieusdyk, Hoffer. Literally
3: copied then, my list. Then, then, no, then Lagenfelder. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so you, you're just settling
1: at eight then? Yeah, no, I I agree with the other two with um, the two Hitachi boys.
2: I think Vasson. See, like we forget as well. Vasson was on his way to a podium at Volkswagen. Yeah. So sh- should he be even higher? should he be ahead of Mustike, Hoffa, and Harrop? But then you no. just don't think you just don't consider him like that for some reason.
1: No, and and I think a little bit of forum comes into that as well, and and, and stuff like that. That's why I'm kind of like going off the last couple of races. I don't know. It's conf-
2: it's hard when it's hard when you think about it, you've only got ten.
1: The MX2, that, that, the MX2 class at the moment, is, is the top 12 are super stacked. It's a wash, basically. There's not much between, between them all.
2: I would actually be so interested at the end of the season to add up how many times the top six finished in the same order. Like, how many times we had the same result at different GPs. Because I'd, I'd say there's a chance it will never happen.
1: The, the other thing which you, you kind of got to throw into there as well is that uh, Geno and Guion as well, they're going to... They're going to get some good results throughout the year as well.
2: Not top ten power rankings material.
1: Not top ten power rankings, but I think they will. They will get the odd seventh, eighth, um, in, in a, you know, kind of upset. No, of no. I
2: think, I think they will. No. I'm not. I'm not. You literally
3: haven't got me one percent on that. Okay. i have not even got a fingernail on that bandwagon with you.
1: Okay. Sorry, I, I think I think you're wrong, but it's okay. Sorry about that. I know that. Would Would you like to you. place a little wager on on that one?
2: What? What's the on what? Gano getting top eight.
1: Gano and Guyon getting uh, a top eight.
2: We are talking about surreal, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're
1: a
3: bit random. so I didn't know
1: you would yeah. tell out no, someone no. else. No, no. Um, are you happy to place a wager? Fifty of the English pounds. What's the bet that uh, Guyon or Gino will uh, get a top eight by the end of the year?
2: Well, Geno didn't get a top eight last year.
1: I know it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Do you? He, take
2: got, the an, he got a. He got a ninth.
1: Do you take the bet?
2: And you're taking out Prado now. Do I ain't got much money.
1: Well, you just bought a new car, haven't you? Nah.
2: Yeah.
1: How is the new car? Great. Have you picked up many ladies in Tesco's car park or not?
2: I've uh, been doing car meets, mainly.
3: Ooh,
2: cool. I'm joking, obviously.
1: <laughs> you're, you're so not. You came in last night, well, the other night at like 2am, so you definitely were in Tesco's car park. Oh yeah, of
2: course. Gano, yeah. went, Gano got ninth in a motor at Lommel last year, and now you're taking Prado out.
1: So basically you're and not Jacobi
2: taking a bet. and out. No, I'm not. I don't think so it'll not- happen, but I'm not taking a bet. I'm not that confident. Because he's a random one, isn't he? He'll just, he'll just pluck one out. Yeah.
1: It's, it's not like you not to go crazy. Nah,
3: I'm not not 50 quid. Okay. 100 quid? No. It's not worth my time. You're not, you're, a bet with you isn't worth my time.
1: That's because I, I've won every single bet. You've never ever beat me. It's not worth In every time. bet we've done, including the Lewis Sucks t shirt, you've never beaten me.
2: Actually, you know what? Screw it. 50 quid. Really? Yeah, it's not going to
1: happen. I, I actually do, like, Gano got sixteenth for Volkenswad. I like this new year. Got a new car. Like it's not this. Wow. New Lewis Phillips Mark II. Okay, so everybody's heard this. 50 quid. Guyon or Geno, top eight by the end of the year. In a motor. And that's in one a, race. In an overall. In an overall. No, no. Don't fucking change it. It was a moto.
3: Oh, whatever. Okay, fifty what? quid, yeah? Yep. Boom. That's
1: the easiest fifty quid over it. Gonna give them a little bit of a team talk in uh in Latvia. Send them a little message on Insta. Probably from your account saying that as shit. Right then. So on that note, we better go to uh this Shit section of the week. Hold on,
2: I just want to I just want to clarify one more thing about my power rankings. As, soon oh. as you didn't really give me much of an opportunity to talk about
1: them. Okay. Um, we had all last week's show, so carry on.
2: I think that top five of Vial, Gertz, Watson, Olsen, Beaton,
1: or Gertz, Vial. Yeah, um, I'm just—I'm just, I'm just talking
2: about—I'm just literally listing the riders. I think those five riders can switch endlessly, but I think they are the top five riders.
1: It's pretty exciting to know that one of those riders is gonna be a world champion.
2: Are you only now familiar with the concept of how this championship works?
1: Yeah, but it's like <laughs> Did you just read the rule book or something? No, but it's exciting to have a new like a new world champion, which isn't the same type, you know, Leprados or or you know the hurlers before and stuff like that. It's it's nice to have a someone who's gonna take it for the first time. Yeah. Literally. Well, like
2: Before, Ar- Before Arnhem, I did have Watson down behind Olsen, but like
3: the speed at Arnhem's just massively put him up to third. You're excited yeah. about Virgin world champion. Taking it Brilliant. for the first time. That's, that's funny. Yeah, all right.
2: I'm, okay, we're not getting very far The next two, are we? So I'm done with
1: it. No, I'm fucking done as well. Let's move on. Everybody's done with it. Everybody's done with it? Yeah. Rob's shaking his head. Okay. Even Strokes, Are You Smarter Than a Burfield? It, oh, this is me, isn't it? I, I do this, right. This just, this, this, it still doesn't sound right. Okay. Carry on, uh, please, this is your thing. Please stop, my
2: hostess. So how
1: are you doing today? Uh, good, thank you. Okay, good. Well, welcome to
2: Even Strokes Presents Are You Smarter Than a Burf?
1: Where Friendship. we have a
2: five, where we Friendship do a five point. Five... To be honest.
1: Okay, uh, brilliant. Are and, you going to let me as, talk? And uh, as Even Strokes, we're not very happy with okay, brilliant. Um, the intro there. Okay, well, I'm finished. Okay. Uh, I'll give you another chance then. Start again.
2: Okay. Well, I haven't, well, you're given, you want me to start again? I've literally got one, I've literally said the name of what we're doing. Come on, Michael Barrymore. Anyway, this section is presented by Strokes, the newest arrival in the e-commerce game, that to all of your needs with a range of offers on Talon.
1: Talon. Uh, I
2: believe 85 wheels are £569 at the moment.
1: They are correct.
2: Yoko Gear, uh, you can get a full set for £99 at the moment. Uh, and a load of other brands like Fox. There's a lot of casual wear. Motorex, Rentral, One Gripper, seat covers, and stuff like that. Uh, to shop for all of that stuff and more, yes, more, uh, visit evenstrokes.com, and that will sort you out.
1: I would early. also like to add that for any person who's listening to this show, you can use Fox 15. FOX fifteen all one word and you can get fifteen percent off your Fox goodies and there is a lot of offers on the website at present. Brilliant.
2: So five questions. You have to get four out of five correct to pass.
1: This is easy. I've been doing some research this week.
2: I'm just gonna up. both times you've I think I think you've only got two right both times. So I'm going to lower the pass think, margin. No, I think it's three. It three.
1: I think I got three both weeks. No, I don't think
2: you did. Okay, if you think you got three, we'll keep the pass market four out of five. Mm-hmm. Question one. As normal, these go from easy to hard. Question yes. one out of five.
3: Okay. You have ten seconds. Go. Name the team that Brian Bogers, Brian Bogers
2: rides for at the moment.
1: I fucking know that.
2: <laughs> this is the easiest question. Five seconds. Six, four, three, two, three. Done. No. Marchetti KTM. Alex. Brilliant. That's literally just you trying to keep up with current day stuff, so this should go well. One down. <laughs> question two. Name the last three tracks that have hosted the French MXGP. You have twenty seconds.
1: Okay, Saint Jean. Um Ernay. And <laughs> this is exactly my plan. Ten <laughs> seconds to go. <laughs> oh.
3: Five seconds,
2: four. or
1: oh, something. One. or something.
3: I don't know if I should take. I'm not
1: taking that. Why
3: not? I'm not taking.
2: Because the track is called Villas Sousse That's shit. I can't fucking. I'm not, taking,
1: that. I'm not taking it. I'm out of that one. Fuck off. So, Fuck off! I actually said to something. Yeah, and the, and the track is called Villa Sousa Cop. That's it. That is my if you go onto Google and you do English to French translation, that's exactly what it would say.
2: Or I'll give you that. No. I, yes. Okay, man, I'll give man. you that one. You're
1: not you're not going to get four out of five anyway, so it's not that one. Brilliant.
2: Name one German rider who has scored points in either
3: MXGP or MX2 this year.
1: Hmm.
2: Yes, I was one that was the most dangerous question ever, considering we went on about how his name is German forever. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have got that, would you? No, I would have. The other options were Jacoby or Sado. Oh yeah. Okay. Two questions to go. You need a, to get both of these to win the game this week for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who do you think has more podiums in the MX1 MXGP class, that being since two thousand and four? Gotia
3: Paulin? Option B Josh Coppins? Or option C, Max Nagle? Oh, Ten seconds. Oh, okay. This is since two thousand and four. Okay, I'm gonna
1: go three with two. Coppin.
3: Correct. Yes!
1: Just
2: um, a bit of. Do
1: you, know, just, do you know why? Do you know why? Uh, I, I knew that was the right answer because you fucking love Josh Coppins. Just I think little... actually one of your one of your like goals in life would be to actually find him in MXGP. He's having a shower, and you are giving him an interview. I um, I went on Not
2: holiday. Even,
1: to... Not even holiday. denying Not even it. Not even ho- denying
2: it. Well, do I actually need to deny that? I need to deny that? Really. I went on holiday to New Zealand in 2007 and we stayed at this little house thing. And on the drive into the house, like up in the driveway, there was a massive motocross track to the side of it. So the owner, we were like, oh, what's that track for? And he was like, oh, that's Josh Coppin's practice track. And you best believe I sat at that window nonstop waiting, praying <laughs> that a bike would turn up. Just a heads up, uh, or just a bit of information for you. Since 2004 in the MX1 slash MXGP class, Coppins has had 41 podiums. Nagel's had 40. And Paul Allen has had 39. Okay, last question. You kind of need this to win, but I kind of don't want to give it to you because I'm not really sold on the Villa something answer. Um, But we'll leave that. We'll see how you get on on this one, and we'll figure that out. Uh, Last question. Six American riders have stood on the MX1, MXGP podium since 2004. Name four of them. You have... Thirty seconds. Four out of six riders, American riders, on the MXGP podium since two thousand and four. Okay,
1: Windham, uh, Carmichael, McGrath, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh,
3: Fuck, uh, Um, uh, Ryan Hughes. Time's up. Were those I serious answers? I were, I ser- were those serious answers? Yeah, but I
1: okay. actually- yeah, my fucking brain went blank. That's, are that's you on about? More- I'm, not, I'm not even going to laugh. Like sad. Are you going to include the, America, the American American rings? Are you? Are you actually still in the building? <laughs> yeah. Why? Your Your microphone keeps going. Oh, sorry. Um, are, you the, are you walking around the game? No, I'm
2: not. I don't walk around.
3: So serious answers?
1: Yeah, what did I get wrong?
3: Do you want to have another go?
1: No. I fucking hate this game. This shit. You
3: got, you got zero. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like you said, what did I get wrong? As if for me to just pick out one. Yeah, you got zero. Really?
2: Carmichael's never done a GP. Let alone stood on the podium. Should off. <laughs> Wyndham got on the podium were well, won in ninety nine, I think so way before 2004 I don't know where McGrath came from
1: <laughs> I was fucking <laughs> clutching his straws <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh I feel sorry for you I'm not even going to Ma- laugh
1: well I can say Mike- Michael a- Lessie. he must have got a podium do you want to know what's
2: even sadder what's that the question, the question I originally came up with, uh, up with was actually name three of the riders, and I changed it last minute because I thought you'd get three easy. You didn't get one.
1: No. no. Maybe we should have gone from, like, 1990, because that would have been a lot easier. Well, you still would have got it wrong. No, because I would have come up with riders from 1990.
2: But Carmichael would have been wrong still. So it McGrath McGrath.
1: Well, Jeff Stanton went off.
2: Okay, do you want to know who you could have had?
1: Yes, please tell us. I'm talking very
2: quietly now because I don't want to upset you too much. Um, okay. Villapoto, remember him?
1: Oh yeah, Ryan, yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh Mike Alesi.
3: Yeah. Uh Cooper Webb. Yeah. Mike Brown. Right, yeah. Eli Tomac, remember him? Mm, yeah. Josh Grant. Is that it?
2: Yeah, six, I said six, riders have got, six American riders have stood on the MX1 MXGP podium since 2004. Name four of them. That was the question. That was a shit question. You didn't get one. I can't, I, can't believe I, I can't believe I could have made that question, name one of them, and you still would have got it wrong.
1: Yeah, I would have. Mine just hit a blank.
2: Well, how, like Villapoto, how did you forget that? Tomac?
1: Well, I'm only on my second coffee of the day. it's still
2: quite early. Well, sorry, everyone. That wasn't funny. That was just sad.
1: I actually feel quite sad now. I do feel very motivated for the rest of the day.
2: Um, Yeah, wow. Okay. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, I don't
1: really know where to go from this. I think we just better need three.
2: So you got three out of five. Debatable, because I'm still not happy with giving you the um, villa sousa answer. Actually, Uh, if you're listening to this, you made it this far, and you're not too depressed after that game. Just sort of tweet us or comment with whether I should give him that Villa That's okay, Right, you should absolutely
1: should. Vi- you went Everybody Villa does yes.
3: something.
2: because you, you actually no. Now that I look into it a bit further. You said Villa does something, as if the yeah. second word was like Saint Jean de so you're no, actually no, wrong. No, no, because no, you no. said Villa de. So I was going to
1: say, uh, uh, in all honesty, I was going to say Villa de Sui something, but I couldn't remember the na- yeah, the whole name of the track. Just as bad. Yeah. So for everybody who thinks that I should get that point and that Lewis is being an absolute asshole again, uh, there'll be an MX T-shirt going out to you. I
2: can't remember the bloke's name. Has sent an idea in for this segment.
1: Oh yeah,
2: and I liked the idea but I want to see oh, what you think
1: of it. That's not going to be good if you liked exact. You're, you're, you're quite brutal.
2: A message from Matt Jones. Okay. Uh, Love the show. Keep up the good work. New game idea for James. Play your card right style with stats.
3: Oh,
1: pick, yeah. Like a, that. He's
2: like pick Brucey. A, pick a stat, higher or lower. Nothing for a pair has to get five in a row.
1: Oh, yeah. I I get Brucey bonus.
2: I I haven't replied to Matt yet. Sorry, Matt, because I meant to Google what Play Your Cards Right was because I don't know how that works. Well, that's fucking brilliant,
1: mate. Honestly, brilliant. You haven't lived unless you've seen Play Your Cards Right. Nice to see you, to see you nice. Right. When you're live live in the studio, we can uh, build a Play Your Cards Right. Okay, we're not building something. (laughs) I'm going to get right on that. That has
2: been um, the Even Strokes present part of oh, yeah. uh, an birth segment. Oh, see, and-
1: that was great. Thanks, Matt, for, for bringing that in because I was all a di- bit depressed and everything else because of the American questions and stuff. And that's really lifted me now. So thank you.
2: I mean, I can't, hold, I can't get on you too much about Wyndham because you were ish, right? Yeah,
1: that was fucking hard. He has
2: at least been up there before.
1: Yeah, that was fucking hard.
2: Phil, it was five years before the question. And you missed Villapoto, uh, so I can't feel sorry for you because you missed Villapoto. I know,
3: probably the biggest sto-
2: the biggest story in motocross in the last decade. You just completely ignored him. All right, well, you only got Coppins out of having an right. educated. When, no one cares.
1: Look, uh, did okay. you know that as well as being the exclusive importer for KYB motorcycle and engine parts, uh, genuine parts? Oh, back in now. It's just all gone shit today. Eh? I was gonna. I, 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 to I, re- only, I need do a break. I, yeah, Would just, you like me just, to read this for you? Yeah, just take it out. I just, I'm just going to cry. <sighs> okay. This is what you do to me. This uh, game is shit.
2: What James was trying to say was the second half of the MX Spice show has been brought to you by Technical Touch. Yes, our friends at Technical Touch. Did you know that as well as being the exclusive importer for KYB motorcycle and genuine parts, Technical Touch are also the European importer for Kinston clutch components? Well, you do now... Technical Touch are also presenting the second half of the MX5 show. As mentioned, the show them us the support at technical touch.com. Visit Technical Touch and feel like an MXGP rider because you can get support from the same technicians who work on uh the F <laughs> and H bike, and
1: look like you're a there a little bit, mate. No,
2: because because I, I don't know if I'm, I was gonna say one and I just remembered I don't think I'm allowed to say that one but I think it's meant to be that advertised oh, but, um, F&H, yeah. Yeah, F&H Strybos Van Horbick, among others lots of riders actually leave suspension companies for help with technical touch don't they James?
1: They do yeah
2: <laughs> But that's been the second half of the MX Vice Show thank you everybody we'll be back
1: You like that? You are listening to
5: the MX Vice Show Talon wheels have been iconic in the industry for over 30 years. Designed, built, and manufactured in the UK. Talon wheels, sprockets, and footrests, and clutch baskets are used by professional riders like Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and Sean Simpson. Head over to www.talon-eng.co.uk for more info. Even Strokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross. Built by motocross
6: enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at evenstrokes.com. Liat, protecting riders from head to toe. Check out liat.com for more.
4: Technical Touch have been supplying KYB OEM spare parts and factory kit suspension in Europe for decades. Many of the riders you see on track in the FIM Motocross World Championship are using KYB suspension from Technical Touch. Whether you are looking for factory kit suspension or KYB spare parts and oils, they have you covered. Shop now at www.technical-touch.com. Yoko have returned to top flight motocross with a bang.
0: The Yoko Vili collection is made with racing in mind and designed to be the lightest and most flexible motocross gear on the market. Go to yokoeurope.com to locate your nearest dealer or shop online. Hinson is the world-leading manufacturer of clutch baskets, clutch covers, clutch discs, and springs for both dirt bikes and quads. Hinson products are used by many leading riders like HRC Honda, Monster Energy Kawasaki, KTM Factory Racing, and Monster Energy Yamaha Factory Racing. Shop for Hinson products at technical-touch.com. The MX Vice Show.
1: Welcome back. Thank goodness we got that show over and done with for another week. I feel better now. I'll splash of water on my face, and I feel good. This part of the show is brought to you by Talon Engineering. Liap, Planet Motor Holidays, Yoko Europe, Prox, Technical Touch, Hinson, KYB, Kawasaki UK, Seven, and of course, Even Strokes. So uh, I think we should just cancel that, that game. Um, it's not good for my well-being.
3: I'm not, it's, I don't know, you're not, I don't know, because
1: like, it'd be a bit funner if you actually
2: could at least get one of the answers, right?
3: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, me, ar- terrible. me asking you terrible.
2: what team Bogus got rides for, Are you just going, well, I don't know that. Isn't that the greatest fun in the world?
1: Well, I, I think that is a slant on, um, I, I think people out there should be list, like, listening, like Marchetti Racing and probably Brian. And, and are they doing enough for their sponsors? Because if I don't know who, who their team is or, or who he's riding with, has Brian done enough? I think a lot of people
2: listening to this know what team he rides for. And if I just quickly go on his Instagram... Oh, you do follow him?
1: Mm. Well, no, he's do, yeah, he's not posting enough. Uh, I... He posted five days ago. Exactly. That is fucking terrible. And tagged... Come on, bro. CDs, Get back I mean? on it. Let's, let's, okay. let's, let's raise that profile. Let's move on. Right, okay. We are now... At our favorite part of the show, Ask Vice Anything, brought to you by Liat. Did you know that the Liat net brace is proven to reduce the risk of serious injury by up to 47%? Did you know that is highly adjustable to fit riders of all levels? Redefine your limits of confidence and choose Liat, the sponsors of this Ask Vice Anything segment.
5: Liat, protecting riders from
1: head to toe. Check out Liat.com for more. Huge thanks to uh, Liat. Big shout out to Dave. I'm sure he's looking forward to getting back to GP Racing and uh, seeing the guys at FNH who are all sponsored by Liap. They head to toe. They're pretty much head to toe, I think. All right, helmets. Scott Yeah, apart from that. I think they're boots. Cool. I haven't tried the boots yet. I need to try, try the boots. It'd be great, Dave, if you're listening to this and you can hook me up with a set so I can try. So, Lewis, do we have questions this week?
2: Why you, I don't know why you ask me this every week.
1: Well, again, You make us sound
2: like a very small podcast when you ask me if anyone has sent in a question.
1: Well, it always surprises me. Anyway, question one. Tom, at TomCumber22, if you were team managers, what riders would you choose and why? Ooh, good question, Tom.
2: I feel like we need a bit more... like We need a budget.
1: Okay, actually, in brackets, we have to choose 1,450 and two fifty.
2: Yeah, but in that case, I'll just take Hurlings and B.L. Like, what's a, the what's a
1: budget? Okay. Uh, well, that's interesting because we don't know the budgets and what wages they're having. <laughs> How much well, budget you, has my if, team got? Okay, so if you're a startup team... Oh, Christ. So, okay, let's do, do this in two things. So if you were a, a startup team, obviously because the easiest one is just going to be choose, like you say, Hurlings and, and, and B.L. or Gertz or whatever. So. Let's just say uh, you can only pick from ten to twenty in both classes. What out of the with?
2: current out of the current standings? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I actually already know someone who I think is just outside of the top ten who I happily take on. Uh, so between tenth and twentieth in MXGP, out of those riders, oh bloody hell, I'll have Mitch Evans.
1: Really? But you don't like Mitch.
2: That's <laughs> such bullshit. I'll take <laughs> Mit I'll take Mitch Evans, but alternatively, I thought Mitch was tenth. Before that I was gonna take Jonas, but I'll take Mitch Evans. You know what? When you think about it, when you compare yeah. Mitch to Jonas, Mitch didn't do what Jonas did in the MX two cast at all. But you could argue he's already done more in MXGP, which makes what Mitch has done even more impressive. What, in two races? Well, just Matley. Okay like okay, maybe that's a bit maybe that's not right because Jonas has had like three podiums, and Mitch hasn't had one yet, but just in the sense of Mitch like pushed hurlings for a couple of laps,
3: yeah, no like, we haven't seen Jonas kind of do that yet, mm. not to that level anyway, like we've seen him run
2: podium speed and like push around those spots. We haven't seen him actually push the race leader.
1: To be honest, that's a strong statement from you. I think if I had said that, you'd have just absolutely caned me.
3: Well, that's because you're in love with me. So there we go. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I'll take um,
2: Well, who are you
1: having in MXTP? I haven't got. I haven't got the, the um, standards in front of me. But <laughs> why
2: did you suggest that we'd pick from ten to twenty? <laughs> I
1: don't oh, know. No.
2: Um, oh, well, this is easy as well. I've got one heck of a team. I'll have Mitch Evans and Moose Dyke Moose will be in MX2 for the next couple of years, so that'll work nicely for me.
1: Yeah. I'd go with... Um, I don't know who's uh, who's 10 to 20. Do you, in, me to, uh, do you want me to read it for you? Yeah, go on then.
2: Uh, in MXGP, you can choose from Evans, Simpson, Jonas, Jacoby, Bogers, Tonus, Chervelin, Patchwell, Bobrachef, Kulas. There's a lot of... Uh... You're going to take Mitch,
1: aren't you? So, no, actually, well, I'd, I would, I would take Mitch because, but just to actually be different to you, because my my first choice would be Mitch, but my second choice would be would be Tonus, because I think Tonus has got sick style. Yeah, no no, 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 very interested to see
2: what Tonus does next
1: year. By the way, yeah, I, I think Tonus has got a sick style. Um, I really like him as a person as well. He's 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 always been pretty cool with us. So, um, yeah, I think he's one person I'd I'd quite. I think you could do pretty cool stuff with that. And uh, can I choose Conrad in MX2? No, because he's night. Fuck's sake. Okay, what, what, what are what my options in MX two?
2: Uh Brahma May, Van Moostyke, Ferrato, Crawford, Harrison, Basson, Lagenfelder, Guadagnini, Uswick, and Oofsior.
1: Just stop. Just stop. I've got Ferrato. Yeah. Absolutely all day long. I tell you what, what a social media dream Tonus and Ferrato would be. I could literally, Ah, oh, sponsored would love it.
2: Wait, Frato and Tonus, the two, like, that does not work at all as a pair. It
1: doesn't matter. The, the content that we would produce, people wouldn't care about anything else. It would just be awesome. Hmm. Forget the results. Hmm. We need results when you're putting out our social media content. Yeah. That is why you would not be successful. Well, that that's my team. I'm I'm happy with my team. We're at one. Uh, both Arnold is happy and Frat Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. Yeah, that's what I call him. Arnie. What do
2: you do? You, you going to start each morning by walking in and going, "Hey, Arnold."
1: Yeah, hey, Arnold. Okay. Did at
2: you c- get? That? Did you Did you get Alcon? Did you completely miss it?
1: Yeah, there is a TV show called Yeah. Hey, Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. Well done. Brilliant. At C21 underscore shock. What do you need? To be sponsored by you guys, what do you need? I put, put
2: this in. I put this in just for a laugh. Does anybody ever want to be sponsored by us? To be sponsored by us, you've got to be sponsored by us. You've got to bring a shit ton of money to the team. <laughs> <laughs> <No.
1: Yeah. laughs> Paid rides only. This has got a new car to pay for, so that's why.
2: Yeah.
1: We us over the years, we've kind of helped people out, haven't we?
2: Oh yeah, we're never paying someone though. No, that's ridiculous.
1: No, we've never, we've never paid for somebody, but we've helped people out with bikes and equipment and You know what? Stuff.
2: We haven't had all the questions. Should we give C21 Shock a T-shirt this week? Just, to, there you go, there's your sponsorship. Not that it
1: will help oh. him in any way. Well, make him feel good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what nice people are. At Aaron underscore Azza underscore 22, will Tommy Searle perform better in the British now he isn't doing MXGP?
3: This confused me because he won the championship last year. Yeah. So, like, what more do we
2: want?
1: Well, do you think he'll do better than last year at retaining his championship, but look more fresher and faster?
2: No, I, There's lots to be said, in not there? Because you can either... You can say he'll be better because he'll be fresher and not as worn down by travel and everything, or you can say he'll be worse because he's not being pushed by those elite level riders every week. So you can make an argument for or against. Yeah. I think he'll just be Tommy Searle. I don't think he'll be any better or any worse. I think he'll still be championship contender, contender, battling with Simpson,
3: and we'll see who comes out on top.
1: There we go. Thank you for that input, Lewis Phillips. You got anything to say on that? You can answer these questions too. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think you, you're quite right. I, you know, I, I can't disagree with what you're saying. It's, if he was at GP's, yep, he'd probably be a little bit more injured because they're doing more races and blah, blah, blah. The, the question is, though, Lewis, will there be a British Championship?
2: That is a question that is coming up, I think.
1: Well, the, the, I've heard absolutely nothing. I, I thought I put the British Championship question in
2: here, but now that I'm looking at the question, that I think I did? Someone did ask, will there be a British championship? I must have left it out by accident.
3: <laughs>
1: Great. No, Maybe I that I person like... should get a t-shirt as well, because that's quite a valid <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I oh,
2: let me Hold on. Let me, I'll read the person's name out, I can get that quite easily. I feel bad. Because I didn't mean wow. to put it
1: in. So now you're just literally removing questions?
2: No, I, met, well, I always... I've never put in all the questions. i picked the best one. Oh, okay. Greeno56 asked will there be a british championship this year i think there will be i think they'll be new soon and because there's always lots of things have been talked about um double headers uh minimum of four rounds so i think they'll be new soon it's just i don't really know that
1: we're approaching we're approaching august all the government advice has been put out there yet yet we still haven't heard anything
3: well no but it's the last
2: ACU statement said about the travel thing between. I don't know how that works. I don't really know if is that still. I don't really know about the travel. What's the, the ban on travel at the moment?
1: What would be interesting is uh, I would like to know if the teams in the British Championship, given that the amount of money and, and, and resources and everything they do, I would like to know if, if those guys have been consulted because without the teams, there is no British Championship. Oh, yeah, no, there's
2: been, there's been team meetings frequently since March. Okay if you'd read the official communications, you'll know that there's been communication with the team managers regularly throughout. I think that's the same in every series. I know Supercross had team manager meetings pretty much weekly. I know uh, the AMA nationals have done pretty sure MXG. Well, we know MXGP has, we've seen the emails. So that basically any championship in the world, no one, there isn't just one person sat like the the participants have been consulted and everything. There's no surprises to anyone here.
1: If you're a British Championship um, team owner-manager and uh, you want to comment on that, then uh, you can always do it anonymously and just send a message in to us. It'd be good to to understand your point of view.
2: Well, their point of view has been heard. There's been team manager meetings. Okay, Mr. ACU.
1: At MX underscore zone, uh, do you think there's a chance MXGP will be delayed as a second wave is imminent? How do you feel about that, Lewis?
2: Well, if Sadnun or whatever his name was, Sidon, what was his name?
1: You're on about your Latvian guy, Sandis!
2: If Sandis had his way, we'd fucking be doing nothing, wouldn't we? I, don't, I think it'll be fine. F one's up and going, okay. As are other sports.
1: It all the, the second wave all depends on um, on on basically how countries deal with it. I mean, I've I've kind of been following the news this week and. Um, MX zone are quite right with that question because Belgium and Holland are obviously reacting um, now to the situations as is France and Spain. So it's going to be, I think it's a lot of this stuff is just going to be, hopefully it's going to get better. But, you know, the more we sort of head towards sort of November, I think the worse it's going to get with the weather changing. So um, it's just going to be how these countries deal with it. Um, but I don't think anybody from... From whatever country you're in, I don't think they're gonna to wanna to see an economic uh step back uh which is gonna put any of the countries under more pressure. So as I I've they're... said
2: before, the one th- all I've heard the one thing I have heard is that Turkey is up in the air a little bit, but the rest of them are pretty set in stone. So take that for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully um it won't be delayed. Hopefully they'll they'll, they'll carry on. We have got a break as well between Turkey in the next round, haven't we? Or no, between Latvia, Latvia and Turkey. Turkey. Okay. Only two Only two weekends, though. Okay, so th- so things could could change quite considerably. If it, if Turkey's not on, then it's it's possibly three weekends before um, the next GP, which could Well, be- no,
2: yeah, but this is where uh, the rumours of Arnhem are coming in, because the, all of the rumours about Arnhem is that it would replace Turkey.
1: Oh, okay. Well. Uh, Abigail Cole, will MXON at Matley Basin... Go ahead.
2: Um, so, let me just hold on. Let me whip out my crystal ball quickly. Uh, I don't know. Well,
1: why didn't you find <laughs> out? Aren't you a journalist? Have you been in contact? Well, no, with Steve no
2: one. Dixon's
1: no one. I, we had an
2: interview with Steve Dixon up immediately after the news. We don't. No one knows yet. Steve said at the time that it was seventy thirty. It would go ahead. Okay. It all depends, doesn't it? It all. There's like a, it's two months away. I don't think it's possible for anyone in any walk of life to plan for two months away at the moment, because who knows?
1: The, well, the problem is, is uh, I, I'm guessing that in front and Steve are planning, um, literally putting everything in in place to if to make sure this does go ahead. However, there's got to be contingency either way. I I would have thought.
2: Oh, well, then then I I highly one thing that is certain is they're not planning it to go ahead like a normal nations. They're not sat there going, "Yeah, it'll be fine." Yeah, we'll have a massive fan area there. Yeah, we'll have a band for the fact, like obviously, it's being planned as a there's a plan A, there's a plan B, there's a plan C in place, as it has been with MXGP all along.
1: What we would do, Abigail, is Lewis is going to get back to Steve this week and see if there are any updates. Um, there are
2: not any updates because what? Like, the, yeah, the government. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, bozzers just come on. All international events are allowed to go happen on September the twenty seventh. Oh, that's lucky. You're a dick. Well, like, that's what we're waiting. That's what we're waiting for, though, isn't it? Like, no one. There's no one's. Like, if Steve had his way, it would go ahead. If in front of their way, it would go ahead. But like, but at the moment, everyone's at the mercy of local government.
1: At Stuart CMX. Do you think some of the riders will approach Latvia with caution? Last year, Corelli had a big crash, which he doesn't do often. Geyser had a fair big few crashes over the years, and all a bit not his fault. Herlin's had issues last year as well.
2: (laughs) Did you just read a blight as all a bit of what is fault? I don't know.
1: I don't know I'm having an automatic pilot at the moment
2: the question says and a blight not his fault Erling had issues last year but they've just read it as and oh. <laughs> and oh. all a bit not his fault <laughs> oh
3: okay carry on
2: <laughs> actually it's a fair point I think people will because Latvia has if you think back to 2017 both of the Wilvo riders Simpson and Tonus both got injured there Latvia has claimed a few because it is quite fast and it's rough and choppy because it's hard underneath so it's not it's not as forgiving as other soundtracks like it can grab you and it can send you and it's not a soft landing. so i actually do think that's a fair point i think some people will be like we need to get out of this round or these three rounds healthy but also i don't think that means that you'll see these guys cruising in fourth
1: no but <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a good question, a good point, because at the end of the day, you're not going to want to be balls out in round one, make a mistake and, and basically miss the next two GPs because you're waiting on a, on a small injury, uh, which is going to hinder you for those and uh, miss two rounds, or even a big injury and miss two, miss two rounds. So it's like you, you could... I mean, that's the edge of, at the air of caution, isn't it? Because it's like, do I go for this? I take a bit of a chance. Do I go and take this next position? Or do I just keep this position because I've still got two races to go here? Mm. I think most people will probably go, do you know what? This is getting a bit sketchy. I'm going to settle for where I am because I'm back here Wednesday.
3: Yeah.
2: But I don't think think you'll see, I don't think it will be immediately obvious that people are settling. I don't think, oh, Hurlings is winding around in eighth because he's settling, he's just being safe. I don't think that will happen. I think, okay, maybe... Geiser will be leading and Hurlins will get into second and then at that point go, you know what, second's fine. But I don't think you'll see drastic settling. Yeah. You get what I mean? Like I don't yeah, think agreed. it'll be like, oh, look at all these people settling.
1: But but I, I also think as well, if if, if someone's very aggressive uh, and charging behind, are are you gonna try and find an extra second or or take some extra chances? I don't I don't think that's I think people are just gonna ride within their means to get the points.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't think they're gonna ride, you know an extra 5% because they don't need to. They got three rounds at the same place in a week. But we'll see. We will see. The great thing is is we're going to see, we're going to see, you know, who who, are there going to be riders that are going to roll the dice and think I can actually take, I'm feeling comfortable on this track. I could probably take a few extra chances. Um, It's going to be good. At Chris United uh, 93, will we ever see Geldorf return? A vintage technical track. Last was two thousand and twelve. No,
2: I don't think so. When, one thing I've only just kind of realised is how close off was to like the local town. If you look at photos, the little town was right there. So no, and I think the last time was twenty eleven.
1: Okay, so you're saying that Chris is wrong.
2: Pretty sure it was twenty eleven.
1: Because Tommy won? I think
2: Roxham won the title there. Yeah, I don't think so. Tushentol signed a deal for to host the German GP for. Until um, twenty twenty seven, so I can't see us having two German GPS uh, either. So. No, but then, then again, I guess it depends on how many Lagenfelders they can drum up.
1: <laughs> don't don't do the, don't do the example. accent. At uh, speaking of Germans, <laughs> uh, at Jack at uh, Jack El Hyde, you're part of the management team for a club race. Your mission is to make sure the gates are as filled as possible. You have free reign on class structure, entry fees, prices, and so on. Just make sure the club breaks at least even in money afterwards. What do you do and why? What do you do?
3: One thing I do think, if you wanted to, because all of these clubs have a photographer, you
2: could make the club's social media unreal. You could treat it like MXGP. On a Monday, you could post photos of the class winners and be like, um, Jimmy Bob is leading the adult A class. you could make it unreal and then i think that would bring so many people to your club because they'd be like bloody hell this seems like a real thing that um you'd make a shit ton of money
3: yeah
1: that's a good point you know if if you if you make your club desirable by giving people exposure and making it look good people want to be part of it and as as your club becomes more popular there's going to be less spaces and and when there's when everybody wants to be part of something and the demand is really high and there's no positions and there, people want it even more. It's this is like retail 101 or or business 101.
2: That's weird though because like a you don't really see clubs doing anything with social media and also each club all of the clubs have these little wacky little sponsors, don't they? Like whenever they do a trophies like the trophies in the small way if will be represented by Dave Scaffolding. Yeah, you could take that a step further and you can have like the Dave Scaffolding Visitor of the Week and then just post him on social media. And that guy will feel like he's won the bloody lottery just because he's, for being a normal guy, he's got a bit of recognition on this social media malarkey. And he'll be back. I'm, I'm going to start a club.
1: I'm not sure Visitor of the Week. Oh, as in visitor, as in somebody who's just wandered into the field and watching the rider. No, or, you
2: know, visitor. actually a
1: visitor, club visitor.
2: Yeah, you know. Okay. Triple digits. Someone who's
1: triple digits. Someone who's
2: not um reg- a registered member at the club. Those were the days. Um, do they I not do that anymore. I don't know.
1: I, I've not. I've not. If that,
2: that was the thing, wasn't it? If you were a visitor, you had to run triple digits.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That always used to be the same in schoolboys.
2: Yeah, one hundred and three was my visitor number. Wow.
1: What was yeah. your um, number when you wasn't a visitor?
2: I have many. I was a number whore. <laughs> I changed my number yearly, I always wanted a new
1: look. Did you, was it uh kind of uh, superstitious like last year did work for me. So I'm gonna change. No, I number.
2: just I just always thought, well what number would look sick on my bike like I got bored, so I was like, well what number would look sick on my bike this year? I know, I'll have that one. Like, I didn't really have a number. I had like many.
1: Many brands.
2: Well I had like I was three, five, eight, seventeen, seventy one, two seven, eight, one oh three Off the
1: top of my head. I think there's, um, going back to the question, it's a great question. There's there's so much. I mean, it's tough out there at the moment, but one of the things which um, always makes me smile is when you see the the trophies which are given out in America and then the trophies which are given out in the UK, um, and I'm saying UK, I don't know whether this is the same as in France and Germany and Italy and so on, but in the UK, you probably get like a little medal. In, in America you get like a trophy what your dad has to pick up because it's bigger than you
2: yeah but that's you're talking about national level not club level I don't think
1: I know but that's cool everybody wants a yeah, trophy
2: but, yeah but you're with. talking about like Loretta Lynn's level and Loretta Lynn's qualifier level not club we're talking about club races we're talking about mid Sussex here
1: East King guest okay so what what the would little, you do what would you do at mid Sussex to, um, to to improve it I just told you social media I'd make it feel like it was a proper thing. What about um, the actual look and feel of the actual event? Would you do anything there? Like oh, banners, pop-ups, flags? No, uh, I don't care. No? I don't care about that,
2: no. I've been there for so many years that I, might, I don't even know what they do now. But
1: Commentary on the day?
3: No. no. I'll tell you what I would get rid of. You ever done a Le Mans, a Le Mans start at a club? No. Well, maybe it was just my generation. Maybe it wasn't a thing back in your day.
2: All of it while I was racing, every year the clubs would have like a Le Mans start where someone would have to hold your bike halfway up the start straight. You stand behind the gate in your gear. You run to your bike. You jump on it. You start it and then you go. No one wants to do that. No, that's shit. I got proper proper pissed off every time this was introduced because I was just looking around like, who here wants to run to their bike? I don't want to do that especially fucking four stroke jump on it yeah oh kick 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 kick! like fuck that
1: yeah as in a fun day as in a fun day we all like literally had to go and find our gloves and then run to our bike
2: oh yes well same thing except we didn't have to find our gloves that's odd
1: yeah. <laughs> who hit them well no they're on the pole you dick oh <laughs> you wasn't going around the paddock looking for your right glove Oh my god.
2: You said you had to go and find them. If they were on a pole, you knew where they were.
1: Yeah, they're in a pile so you had to go and sort out. Obviously there's poor clubs in there.
2: Another thing that grinded my gears about club
1: meeting. Right. The pairs meetings. Do you remember those? Oh, do you know what? The person who ever got paired with me, they must have been so pissed off.
2: well this is what I mean. I don't I didn't want that pressure. I don't want to like be riding around going. Well, there's some stranger over here. I really couldn't give a fuck about, but he's just judging me and going for fuck my life. I don't yeah. want that. This is but shit. That's just over
1: I, already. Wait
2: way to make my day. Way to make me miserable about my day and just not want to be there.
1: Yeah. I, uh, the one. The one thing I did enjoy uh, back was the uh, the team events, which isn't an answer to this question. But now we're talking and reminiscing about stuff with clubs was, uh, was uh, it's, it's really weird. You kind of like, you, you worked hard in your club championship to try and be in a good position to be chosen to do the team events.
2: Yeah, I never got to the team events. So I can't comment.
1: Okay. Well, there we go. So that was the at Ask Vice Anything. And uh, some great questions this week. Some, uh, some real thoughtful ones. So that, was, that was quite good. The show was brought to you by Talent Engineering. Liap, Planet Motor Holidays, Yoko, Prox, Technical Touch, Hinson, KYB, Kawasaki UK, Seven, and Strokes. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. We won't be missing a, a week now. Uh, it will be every week, and we're still trying to figure out what we're going to be doing for the GP shows, aren't we, Lewis?
2: Uh, yeah, well, just everything, really. I haven't got
1: a clue. Yep. So we're still trying to figure our way through what is going to be the best way of of getting these shows uh, running through the GPs, but they will be running. So, um, huge thank you to everybody who listens to, uh, the weekly podcast It's growing. I don't know how it's growing, but it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And, uh, also it's really cool to be out practicing and, um, people coming up to me and saying, Hey, are you really the guy on the podcast show? And obviously their expectations have then kind of obviously gone down and they just walk away. But yeah, great. Anyway, it's, it's good that so many people listen. I don't know how, why, but because uh, I actually hate doing this. But there we go. So nice to speak to you again, Lewis, this
3: week. Have
2: a great day. Um, you keep earning those legend, Elders.
1: <laughs> yes, I will do. I will go back to the warehouse. And good luck with running MX Vice.
2: Thank you. By the way, I'm off for the
1: rest of the day. Great. How do have a half live?
2: No, I'm joking. <laughs> See you next week. All right, bye. You are listening to the MX
6: Vice Show. Strokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross. Built by motocross enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at evenstrokes.com.
0: Hinson is the world-leading manufacturer of clutch baskets, clutch covers, clutch discs, and springs for both dirt bikes and quads. Hinson products are used by many leading riders like HRC Honda, Monster Energy Kawasaki, KTM Factory Racing, and Monster Energy Yamaha Factory Racing.
5: Shop for Hinson products at technical-touch.com. Talon wheels have been iconic in the industry for over 30 years. Designed, built, and manufactured in the UK. Talon wheels, sprockets, and footrests, and clutch baskets are used by professional riders like Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and Sean Simpson. Head over to www.talon-eng.co.uk for more info.
6: LIAT. Protecting riders from head to toe. Check out liat.com for more.
4: Technical Touch have been supplying KYB OEM spare parts and factory kit suspension in Europe for decades. Many of the riders you see on track in the FIM Motocross World Championship are using KYB suspension from Technical Touch. Whether you are looking for factory kit suspension or KYB spare parts and oils, they have you covered. Shop now at www.technical-touch.com. Yoko have returned
0: to top flight motocross with a bang. The Yoko Vili collection is made with racing in mind and designed to be the lightest and most flexible motocross gear on the market. Go to yokoeurope.com to locate your nearest dealer or shop online. The MX Vice Show.